This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. What is I love about this show, and I really do, the fact that it's not a music show? Because for years I sat over at the queue listening to songs I hated. And you couldn't really criticize him because Hammy'd go nuts. <laughs> yes, he would. Oh, God, he'd go off the deep end every time I did it. And, what are you doing? I had to remind him, you need to calm down here, Buster. You're not yeah. talking to one of your little buddies there. Yeah. 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 But honest to God, uh, how many years did I have to listen to Like, look, I think Born to Run is wonderful. His voice was made for that song. That boy cannot sing a note. You mean Born in the USA? No, no, Born to Run. Oh, yeah, Born to Run. About, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, sorry. His voice was really good on yeah. that song. Yeah. He was made for that song. Maybe. But when he does that, yeah. it's like, Jesus, Bruce. It's not great. Yeah. Just not a fan. Never have been. No, I agree. I have friends of mine that are head over heels over Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah, sure. I don't get the allure. And especially I after I heard, even at a young age when I was, I don't know, 11, and I heard the... Hey, little girl, are your daddy oh, home? Not a great song. No, not Bruce, what are you singing, bud? Stop. Wow. Yeah, hey, little Hard girl. Stop. Gross. <laughs> not great. Yeah. Well, it's from yesterday. I feel like what happens to me with a lot of the cla- like the classic rock is I don't even hear it. Like, it's just present because it's been, we. you've heard it so many times. I've yeah, that's it true. Yeah. Like, an, a fourth as much as you have, and I just, like, barely hear it. I just, like, know when the song ends. I understand. No mm-hmm. question about it. I was listening to classic rock in Wisconsin. I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, I had a gig there, so I was driving through. And I like to bop around to radio stations out of market. You yeah. know, I know everybody here. I'm tired mm-hmm. of all the radio stations here. Yeah. So I was listening to it, and the guy who was on the radio station, I've known for 20 years. He was introing ACDC's Back in Black, and he fumbled over it. And I thought, you have introed that song 4,000 times in your career, and you still fumble over ACDC Back in Black? I know. would be great, though. Maybe it was a sign he saw at a restaurant. Okay, Black in Back. <laughs> oh, it's time God. to go. <laughs> God damn. A little racism in the music. Just at 7.02 a.m. Oh, I'm glad you brought up music. Did you see what the... Your woke buddies are going after now. What? What are my woke BFFs going they're after? They're canceling Queen now. Oh, you can't cancel Queen. You know why, why? You know why they're canceling Queen? Hmm. It's very, very offensive to women to have a song named Fat Bottom Girls. Oh, listen, you know what, woke left? <laughs> you assholes had a chance to get take that song down a decade ago. It's been out for 40-some years. I know. We've all been enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Okay, Lizzo, then that's the deal. No more talking about Big is Beautiful then. If you the, can't have Fat Bottom Girls, then no more Lizzo, Big is Beautiful. You know it's like one person. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, not according to the national news article. It's like, fine, two and a half people who have, like, accounts, uh, many yeah. different accounts. Yeah. You guys, nobody cares about everything. Everybody wants a fat bottom girl. I have a question for you. Maybe I'm 100% wrong, but I always assumed that song was about having sex with men. I think every song is secretly about having sex with <laughs> well, men. Well, right? That's true. Right? But like the fat bottom all... girl thing, it, it wasn't a girl. It was a bigger butt because it was a guy. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. that was the whole point of this song, isn't it? I mean, they maybe, do make maybe not. the rockin' world go round. Yeah, I mean, was Freddie Mercury out at that time? No. No, so maybe that but was... But everybody knew it. Everybody knew it. Yeah, yeah, but it, maybe that was his beard. Like, well, I'm that's gonna, what I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to show you guys how gay I am not by yeah. singing about girls with big asses. <laughs> I that's love exactly girls right. with big butts. <laughs> yeah. Big butts. Big butts and I cannot lie. Even the way it's said, fat bottom girls... Yeah. Is like you don't like women. <laughs> oh yeah, that's something that your grandpa would say. He's out there running around with all them fat bottom girls. But yeah, they're pissed off and they want to cancel Queen now because of fat bottom girls. Like I want a thick ass. I want a fat <sighs> bottom girl. I want her bottom to be fat. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're you horn tooting. You're very straight. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works for all you folks. You just keep being pissed off at everyone and everything in the world. Uh, that article we talked about yesterday on the uh, on the uh, family podcast. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to do the whole article, but we have been talking about this for six months on this show, telling you that if you watch Fox or CNN or MSNBC, national news in general, local news tends to be a lot better. Uh-huh. Except for some people say really stupid shit on the local news. That guy on Channel Five that you know some people think he's a racist. Unless you can prove that, why would you say that? Oh, he's talking about you. Oh, yeah. But unless you could prove it, why would you say that? 
Yeah, you're I gonna no have idea. a bitch of a time proving that. I'll tell you that. I, I just it's just a very <laughs> odd thing to say. Well, I'm just because he did that. When Ke- uh, Tevin gets here, uh, I'm just gonna kick him out. And go, you can't. I'm sorry, we can't have you here. Yeah. Well, because got- the word is. Me and Tevin are fighting anyways. Oh, are you? Yeah. What are you fighting over? He's not going to the state fair. Oh, he's not? No. That puke. He messed up his schedule. He's got oh, like a wedding. God. Here we... Yeah, okay. He's a DJ. Like, what? Oh, he's DJing at the wedding. I see what you're saying. Well, he's got to go to that, so... What time are people getting married? Well, yeah. I don't know. He said he's got some... I don't know, you guys. We'll attack him tomorrow. We'll attack him tomorrow. Well, no, I look. I mean, I just got a message from from Brittany that says now we'll have to find another black man to have on. We'll have to track one down. <laughs> Where are we going to find one of Where those? Where are we going to find oh one God. of those? You guys? are on. It's seven oh six, sir. I'm in far too good a mood today. Oh, <laughs> Except I got here and everything was effed up again. <laughs> it's like, That's been there forever. Really. No, it, it was fine. Um, what's been there forever? Those cups have been there forever. No, they have not been. Oh, you mean? Forever is in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I walk in this morning, and, and Catherine set up this deal where she brought in, a, you know, the water cooler, and she brought in a coffee maker and Which, bought some coffee. And it's just awesome. Yeah. Like, it is awesome. I make coffee every day in my big cups or whatever. It's awesome to have cut coffee here. We're going to have another one of those days when you don't let me finish my No, business. I was just saying that, No, like, you do that all. No, you just did it again. <laughs> some days you're a disaster, oh. you know that? God, am I in a good mood. I See, when I go after people, it means I'm in a really good mood. Oh, good. It does. But you are a massive pain in the Oh, there's that. I'd like to point that out. Okay. Where'd you get that shirt? I like that shirt. Thanks. Because I couldn't tell if it was like a sweater and then a shirt and then another sweater and then another shirt. No, it's just like a Chevron-y shirt. Chevron! You horn tootin'. Okay. Anyway, what were you saying? No, Kat, you so were anyway, saying I was about- talking to the guy. <laughs> Catherine set up a coffee bar for us. She did. And people are using it, but they will not even go rinse out their cups, much less clean them. And I'm like, you're getting free coffee, free, fresh, wonderful coffee that she buys. Catherine really knows her coffee, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big coffee. I'll drink coffee, but I'm not a, I don't drink a lot of it. Yeah. But I just don't understand people anymore. It's like, okay, we bought it. We brought the cups. You got the water. You got the coffee. You drank it, and you don't have the decency to go rinse out the cup. What happened to people? Well, I mean, I don't want to defend them, but I mean, it is about 37 feet down the hallway to the closest sink. That's a lot of walking. I mean, who's going to, do we have shoe money just lying around here? Shoe money. You got to buy new shoes every time you walk down there. Shoe money. (laughs) Sounded just like toots. Where are we going to get shoe money? That's funny. No one needs to blow a hole in their sneakers just to wash out a coffee mug. No, ladies and gentlemen, what Rudy's talking about, and we're not kidding here, about 50 feet from our door is an actual fountain that cleans coffee cups. Yeah. There's a sprayer that comes out the top. It's there to clean out coffee cups, and they won't even do that. No. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I feel like I should take them home and run them through the dishwasher. Yeah, well, I might have yeah. to. Like, because it is past that point of... Yeah. People, people, people. And maybe this is the problem right here. This is from the Wall Street Journal yesterday, actually. A search for anxiety relief on Google pulls up links for supplements in the form of pills, patches, gummies, and mouth sprays. There are vibrating devices that hang around your neck and tone your vagus nerve. Is it vagus or vagus? V-A-G-U-S. I don't know which one that is. Weighted stuffed animals, bead-filled stress balls, and coloring books that claim to bring calm. Ads for online talk therapy. Apps pop up on social media sites. Americans are anxious. And again, we've been talking about this for six months. They're doing it to you on purpose, and you're falling for it. Yeah. Don't let these people make you anxious. They're trying to make you feel bad and make you nervous, so you'll tune in. Oh, I better, I better pay attention. I better watch the news. Mm-hmm. I, I better tune back. They're making you watch the news, and you're falling for it. Don't be anxious. These people are lying to you just like the president, the former president, and most other politicians. They're lying to you to make you feel anxious so you'll spend more time with them and they make a lot more money. Seriously, we, got, we have to do something about this. There's no decency left in the world right now. Yeah, they're creating a space for them to exist. Yep. Like, the need has to be self-created, right? Like, you, sh- you need to tune in. For other- yes. Otherwise, you won't know yeah. if there's a tsunami about to hit you. It's like, oh, my God. There's no doubt about it. And it, it's, I mean, there was even a discussion 
whether who's going out to uh, somebody's going from the Republican Party is now going to uh, to uh, Maui, and somebody actually and they were serious on one of the stations. I don't remember which one because I I literally watched them for one minute just to make sure there's not some national story. So I watched about one minute, and somebody asked if there was any danger when this guy's plane was coming in and Biden's was leaving that they could collide. Right. Like what? Are you, because apparently, if the islands, bro, did they did they even land on Maui, or did they have to land somewhere else and then go across the Maui? I imagine you'd have to land somewhere else you'd and think. they take a smaller. But I, I mean, I don't know. I don't no, know if they have a big airport on Maui. They don't have an airport at all on Maui, do they? I don't know. I don't think so. No idea. I don't remember seeing one, but in any case, this person actually wanted to know if there was any danger of yeah. yeah. There's no. No space out there in the sky. So. Well, the only danger of those planes colliding is if Joe Biden is flying the plane. That's Other true. Other than that, I think they'll be okay. Boy, I tell you, these guys, and it's it's all of them, these people running for president, the people who are president, the people who back up, what a bunch of scam artists, pain-in-the-ass, money-making scumbag. And they don't make the money. They steal it from you, basically. God, why do we let filth run this world? I don't understand. It's that. awful. It's terrible. Yeah. And it's because we have this thing that, whoa, whoa, I gotta, we got to be taken care of, and this is the guy that will take care of me. He's not going to take care of you or me. Yeah. He's going to take care of himself. So stop with this, your guy is much better than my guy, or my guy is better than your guy. They're all horseshit. Oh, yeah. Sorry, but they are. Yeah. There are a couple of younger ones in there that I, I, I think say some pretty smart things, and hopefully they'll develop into somebody who's not a total money-making, money-grubbing pig, but... We shall see, right? Yeah, I think that's interesting, that take care of aspect. I don't, it's like, I don't ever think that I would assume a politician would take care of me. Like, I just, yeah, yeah. I just want an even playing field in a normal world and be able to work and have my, you know, be with my family. Like, and I think Mm -hmm. that's what everyone wants. Well, I do have tapes of you talking to your dad about going to China making money for you. I did hear that. Obviously. You should be going to prison for that. But yeah. Obviously. All of these people, I mean, you look at them when they're on TV. I don't care if it's the Biden family or the Trump family. It's like, oh, these are not my kind of people. No, we wouldn't get along with any of them. <laughs> we would not. We would be so confused. We'd be like, can you please just leave? Oh, Here's a barn burner of a question for you. Who was the last politician that you actually liked? Last politician that I liked, you mean as a politician or as a person? Both. You could say either or, because there is there is a difference between a good politician and a bad person or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like you can be a bad politician and a good person at the same time. God, there are actually a lot of them because people don't know this, but until uh, Hamilton decided to take the KQ Morning Show conservative, and, and that, you guys do know that was his decision, right? Yeah. And who took all the brunt of the hit? I did. Thanks, yeah. Dave. I right. appreciate it. But anyway, before that, I was, I was never an ardent Democrat. My mother was a, a big-time Democrat, and I loved my mother, my sister and brothers, and I guess most of them would be, would be Democrats still. I would think so. Uh, I was raised as a Democrat, so a lot of those guys, I think Tim Pawlenty's a very decent person. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of them. Yeah, there are a couple of guys. That, I mean, I met Dean Phillips just for about 20 minutes, and he was all very, very nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know him, but he was very pleasant. So there you got one Democrat and one Republican. I don't care about them. It's just like I don't care what your skin color is either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what your skin color is. I don't care what what party you're in. Yeah. Just don't be an asshole. Right? I was a little too young, but I do remember because I <clears throat> lived up there when he passed away in the plane crash. But from what I understand, Paul Wellstone seemed to be a pretty decent guy. Hated my guts. Thanks really? for bringing him up. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why, why? Oh, he took advantage of that whole Hamilton thing 100%. Like like how? Oh, he'd go on TV. We're going to get rid of people like this Bernard guy. Did you he don't really? remember him doing that? Uh, well, I lived in northern Minnesota. Oh, that's right. You lived in northern Minnesota. And, then, yeah, yeah, and he died, I think, when I was a junior or senior in high school. So I never, re- and I wasn't really into politics at that time when I was only like 16 or 17. So I didn't know much about him. I just remember every parade, every 4th of July, everywhere I went, I'd see bumper stickers and he'd be walking oh, yeah. down the, he'd be walking down the, you know, Main Street of Hibbing, shaking hands. I was like, ah, that's the guy. And then okay, I didn't know much about him. But well, you know, maybe he is a good guy. I, look, see, that's one thing I will tell you. If it's personal, I don't, I don't give a rat's ass. The guy hated my guts. It doesn't mean he's a horrible guy. Mm-hmm. He and I just don't see eye to eye. He doesn't like me. I don't like him. 
I would never say, oh, you shouldn't hang out with him. He's a terrible guy. I don't know him. You know, sure. it, it's also a tactic. Like, if if you're somebody who's, you're saying the show came out really hard going right, it would look like an easy tactic. And it might not even be in his tactic. Like, oh, you are, you know, you and Tom Bernard are feuding. And I say that in quotation marks. Yeah, I think he did that on purpose. I yeah. do think that. that yeah. There's no question about that. And by the way, the guys, like Hamilton... Who, whose idea it was he never stood up and took the punch for it. He stayed in the shadows, and everybody else had to take a shot for being so conservative. Yeah. I just love people who do things like that. What a buddy you are, Dave. In any case, we do have to take... Oh, you know, I should probably do the weather first. Yeah. Um, f- ooh, forecast first alert for today and Wednesday for excessive heat and high heat index values. Excessive heat warning today and Wednesday. Partly to mostly sunny, hot, and humid with a high of 98, but a heat index of 105 to 110. Mm. How far is your walk today? Right? All of 20 feet. (laughs) It'll be on my treadmill in my basement. Uh, Today, partly to mostly sunny, hot, and humid, as we said. Tonight, warm and muggy, low of 76. Wednesday, sunny, hot, and humid again with a high of 98. Thursday, not as hot, mostly sunny with a high of 88. Then, and we'll, you know, it's... It's going to be today, tomorrow, then it, it'll uh, get back into the 80s and the 70s, as a matter of fact. Saturday, the high is 79, so right around 80 to 88, I guess, for the rest of the week after today. And tomorrow being very hot. Heat index is uh, of 105 to 110 today and 100 to 105 tomorrow. It is 73 and partly cloudy right now. So I suppose we should take a break here, huh? Yeah. The only I... thing i got to tell you, you know, I am in such a great mood. and I'm, oh. I, I, Because I, I have a friend, Renee Sterno. He's a psychologist. He's a brilliant man. Just a great guy. And I was talking to him yesterday about this stuff. And he brought this up to me. He said, Tom, do you do realize how tough it makes your life, the fact that you won't kiss ass? I said, oh, yeah, I know. But I, I can't do it. If I tried to kiss somebody's ass like these people do, you know, like what they're talking about in these news stories and all that, mm-hmm. I think I'd choke to death. I could. I can't do it. Go, fat oh, bottom asses and yeah. choke on some fat bottom asses. And you yeah, are exactly. kissing the wrong way, my friend. <laughs> I, I just can't stand people that will kiss your ass to your face and then stab you right in the back. Because those are the same people, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That whole, oh God, you know, you're so great. It's like get away from me. Yeah. Ugh, I hate that the, the ass kissing thing. Where did that ever come from? I, you know, where it happens so bad, and you'll see it. Is it like Hollywood and LA? Oh, oh and I watch a, like a lot of reality shows, and they, you know, I have like the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and OC, and then of New York. And the difference between these women is hilarious. Oh yeah, because the niceties oh, yeah. to the face are exhausting. <laughs> the double kiss, and New York's like, what are you doing? That dress is hideous. Don't wear that. And then then the Beverly Hills are like, darling, you look beautiful. And then the confessional, she looked like shit. <laughs> it's like. So so I'm like, I would have. never survive there. No, no, um, no, no. And you want a heads up? We got three emails uh, about there is a great airport in Maui. Oh, there is? Okay. Uh, uh, Margaret wrote in saying, uh, there's a comor- uh, commercial airport on Maui called Kahalui. I've flown into it a several times from the mainland. Is it open now, though? Oh, I don't know. They were just making sure I mean, we knew. I was just wondering if anybody mentioned that. If it's, is it open? I suppose it would be for the president of the United States. They'd probably open it again, even if it was closed. Yeah, yeah. that's a great point. I would guess. I, I don't know, whatever. But it, it's just, look, at, look, we've been on the air now for 19 minutes, and we've made more important points than either Trump or Biden. We should be the president. <gasps> don't say that. Ask not what your country can do for you. I'll I, just become Robert F. Kennedy. I barely... Like, can handle the responsibilities we all currently have. Oh, you can't. Not, it's not you. barely can. You can't. You're a disaster. And that's the show, people. <laughs> That'll be the show the rest of the day. But again, before we go to break, this anxiety relief thing, they're doing it to you, as we've been telling you for six months, they're doing it to us on purpose to yeah. make us watch more so they make more money. They're making you anxious on purpose. It's Don't the, fall for it. It's the whole tease. Is your water poisoning? You find out at 8 p.m. tonight. You're like, what? Chucking a glass of water at the wall? I have to wait eight hours to find out if I'm dying? (laughs) Nobody drink the water until we watch the news. Live your life. Live your life. That's all I have to say. Last night I went to bed. I leaned over and said, good night, love of my life. And she looked at me like, yeah, okay. (laughs) 
What she do was, you want? She's like, I got my headphones in. <laughs> do I have to take them off? <laughs> hey, I'm watching Fisk. Leave yeah, me alone. Totally. Uh, God, I love that one. We shall take a break here, though, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of great stuff coming up today, as a matter of fact, on the show. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen size my pillows regular price is sixty nine ninety eight now only nineteen ninety eight and just ten dollars more for king size my pillows patented fill adjust your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever go to mypillow.com click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen size my pillow for only nineteen ninety eight enter promo code Tom in addition to this special anniversary offer on the my pillows you'll also receive deep discounts on all my pillow products such as bed sheets mattress toppers pet beds mattresses my slippers and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow's history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year, and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. I'm here talking with my friends Michael Bilski and Brad Huckle of North American Banking Company. Guys, it seems like banking has changed quite a bit since you first opened your doors in 1998. Yes and no. In 98, we didn't have online and mobile banking like we do today. Many banking processes have also changed. One thing that hasn't changed is we still provide a true community bank experience right here in the Twin Cities. Our team takes the time to get to know our customers and their goals. This creates a relationship that is unique in banking today and one our customers appreciate. It's why we like to say we provide a better banking experience. You're absolutely right, Brad. I've been a customer for a long time. The service your team provides is phenomenal. Thanks, Tommy. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. 7.23, now 23 minutes after 7 o'clock. Join us at Carousel Park in front of the grandstand this Saturday from 10 to 11 a.m. We'll be joined by legendary, I said legendary broadcaster Don Shelby, along with Brittany and maybe even a few other surprise guests. It's a fair, so you never know who will drop by, actually. Not Tevin, though, because he's a stiff. Yeah, there's that. He's a stiff, I said. That's this Saturday, August 26th at 10 a.m. Carousel Park in front of the Grand Stand. So, yeah, come on out and say hello. It'd be great to see you. I also found, we found out yesterday, it's called Dan Patch Park as well. So. Oh, yeah, Dan Patch, absolutely. So it's Isn't there a Dan Patch Avenue or something? There yeah. is down in <laughs> Savage, I believe. Well, there's Dan Savage, Patch, yeah. right? In, well, in all, also in the fair. Oh, in, in the fair, fair as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, there is one in Savage, too. That's exactly right, Dan Patch. You know, I can tell uh, I'm in a great mood because hmm. I'm insulting everyone in sight. Mm. Whenever I do that, means I'm in a really good mood. And that's, 
You know, you learned, honest to God, and when I was growing up, if somebody would just rip the piss out of you and tease you constantly, it means meant, meant they really liked you. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I wish more people had that mindset. I do, too. Because the second my friends, (laughs) if we stop making fun of you, that that means you're out of the group. You're done. You're out of the circle. We don't want it. Because that's like how you show love, especially as men. That's how you show. The people who have ridiculed me the most are the people that I would take a bullet for. There you go. Yeah. It's how it should be, damn it. Get out there. Have a good time. Nice shirt. (laughs) Actually, I do like that I know you do. That's a nice shirt. I like your shirt, too, because I'm obsessed with green. But you got green on right now, as a matter of fact, I'm sister. A greenaholic. Plus, I didn't even know what to wear. Like, what do you wear when you know it's going to be 90 when you leave? That's why I'm wearing this very light shirt. I bought a lot of these for the summer here That's because it gets very humid here. Good call. You look like you're about to play Bobby Riggs in a tennis match in I was that shirt. Waiting for that. No, but I have white <laughs> pants on, too. So. I look like a Hamptons reject, kind yes. of. See? Well, not just Hamptons. Not only for Hamptons. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Also, this building be. will also ask you to leave. <laughs> yeah. Eden Prairie's on the, on the fence about you. Yeah, Eden right. Prairie reject. Bear Path is like, no, we're, you're not fooling us. God, Bear Pass got to reopen again. Greg's a great guy. It's open. The golf course isn't, is it? Yeah, at least the hole right next to our house is. It is because they were redoing it this year. I thought. Yeah, but they people have been playing on. Maybe you have like special really? circumstances. I did notice this. Okay, actually, I'm so glad we had this talk. People are wearing matching shirts. A lot. Is that like tournament play? Jesus, I don't know. Like, there'll be, like, two groups of, you know, there'll be, like, uh, a group of two pairs, Mm -hmm. and they will be wearing matching shirts. So, because I run Bear Path all the time, and I'm like, that's weird. Tell me why that is, why they're constantly wearing matching shirts. How old are they? Ah, they're all over the board with age. Men, women, both? Yes, both. I don't know what the hell that weird. would be then. I two, have no idea. Two for one sale? I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. It was yeah. so weird because I noticed it once, and then I like noticed it twice, and then it was like the fifth day, and I was like, this is this feels weird. So maybe hmm. cult? Maybe a cult. <laughs> I like it. I like that call. Justin wants in. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Like Even when you watch the Ryder Cup, I don't think they all wear the same shirts, no. do they? No. I don't think so. No. It was weird, yeah. It was, and they're eccentric stuff. Like It's like men and like... Bright, two bright pink yeah. shirts and like women with like a Hawaiian print outfit. Like it's very obvious. Hmm. Remember the first time I ever played Bear Path, I put a bad hook on a shot, and yeah. I mean a big time hook, hit a house. <sighs> so I go up to, you know, say, hey, I hit your yeah. house. If any damage, let me know. Guy who answers the door, about 6'5, weighs about 280, and it ain't fat. Turned out to be an offensive lineman for the Minnesota Vikings. I'm like, oh, oh my God. God. I had to hit your house, did I? Do <laughs> you, as a golfer, if you're golfing on a course with a house, do you have to like, go talk to them? If you, you don't play? have to, but I always do. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, it doesn't happen a lot. But. You are responsible if, if you were to hit a house. They yes. even have signs out there that say you are responsible for any damages to the <gasps> yep. house. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I assumed it was all folded in. On, like, the price and the insurance that they have on the course. Maybe it there. might be, but yeah. the right thing to do is still go, you know what, I'm sorry, I, I, I was the one that hit your house, and if any damage, let me know. Um, or this one guy, I was, uh, saw a video of it. He lives on a golf course. His favorite thing to do is um, go lay out he, uh, in his yard, and so when people think that they like hit his house or hit it, they'll think he hit him and they'll like be checking him. So they film it and he's just laying there and then they're like, sir, sir. And he's like, oh, sorry, I was just taking a nap, like laying out in his backyard. <laughs> there you go. Looking like he's been concussed. Works for me. There is a house that is right across the street from Hole 7 at Highland down in Bloomington. Yeah. And there's one spot in their siding. Oh. It must have 37 oh. dimples in it from everybody <laughs> banging their balls off the side of it. You just don't get new siding then. I mean, nah. that one. You just yeah. know that it's always going to get hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll happen. That'd there's be no question. terrifying yeah. to have that as your backyard. One thing I should tell you. Is when I do go up and go, I'm sorry, I'm the one that hit your house. And if there's anything, you know, damage, whatever, here's my name and number. Bill Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, Bill, I, uh, I mean, uh, Bilski. Yeah, Doug yeah, Sprinthal. Yeah, yeah. Doug Sprinthal. <laughs> give me, give me a call. I'll take care of you. I'll take care. Just come on down to flagship Ford. That was so great running into those women over at the, they were at the pool over in St. Paul on Sunday. And they're all, they knew Bilski really well, and they found out that well, the woman came over because she's a big listener. 
That was the one I was telling you about. Yeah. Hmm. What they were going. So she said, oh, my daughter and her friend are over there. You should come over and say hello. I said, yeah, okay. So I walk over to her daughter and I go, um, I have to tell you something. This is a private club and you cannot come if you're a friend of Mike Bilski's. And for about a half a second, she thought <gasps> I was serious. She's like, <laughs> had that like look of fear on her face. I know you're listening too, sister. Who loves you more than me? But in any case, ladies and gentlemen, what else is going on? Anything else in the news that I should know about? Uh, or we, why um, I, I mean we. I mean, we, people are really gearing up. We got two days away from the state fair. That's big talk right now. Um, oh, I suppose that's true, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not much of a state fair guy, actually. I could see that. I could see you're not that into it. I, I will go, obviously, on Saturday, and then I think I'm going to yeah. go one time next week, uh, maybe Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, did you, are you one of those people? Because I know some people that go every... Well, you, you guys know one of my friends. Um, I don't know if I should say who it is or not, but he goes every day. Yeah. Yeah. He goes to the fair no, every day. That's not open. me. I feel like I go every other year. Well... I bring my friend Eric. I, before having the kiddo, I'd bring him every year. Sure. But, um, yeah, I have no interest. Like, and and we we do like one hour, two. I mean, we do like a two hour, three hour walk about, get some food, call it a day. I I can't do every day. I can't, I could never. Oh yeah, and I guess I'm going there for the Dixie Chicks too. Mm. The chicks. The Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Isn't that an offensive name? Yeah, I think it's the chicks. Now. The chicks now. Yeah. No, I mean the Dixie part. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's called the chicks. Oh, now. just the mm-hmm. chicks. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. they changed. I was it just kidding. So yeah. they actually did drop the name Dixie. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> a long time ago too, and I can never remember to say it. I had no idea they did that. That how stupid is that? Yeah. I don't know. Oh my God! I'm gonna drop the Dixie part. There still is a Dixie. I'm sorry, but it's still sure. there. It still exists. I bet there is 50 hours of recorded podcast and radio of me making fun of the people that go to the state fair at 4 a.m. on that opening oh, day God. and that stand outside and just how they have absolutely no life. And then I dated a girl for about six months. And three days before the fair, she goes, hey, I'm not going to be able to go Thursday. I, I got to meet my dad at like 4 a.m. So where Whoa. are you going? She goes, well, we go to the state fair. Wait, you're one of those losers who stands outside the front of the gates at 4 a.m.? She's like, how dare you? How dare you? I I have been doing this with my dad since we were little. I was like, well, your dad needs to get a life. Dad needs to figure this out. Who are those people? I, You were dating one. You were inside one for periods of time in your life. Oh. (laughs) So she... So you wanted to go with her, and she wanted to go with her dad. No, I did not want to go. Oh, I you didn't want to go at all. Go. Oh, I cannot stand the people that go out there. And the news is out there interviewing these people. You do realize when they open those gates at 5 a.m., the actual fair does not open for another four hours. Is that so, right? So you walk around the fair doing oh, what? God. Just to say you were the first one in? It's, it's oh. weird. I... um. I they always know, but those people always know where the co- the good coffee's at and where good things are at. And it would be nice. You're right. Nothing's open. At least you can walk because there's not that many people there. But it's also like in that case, you might as well go to the fairgrounds like a a week before the yeah. state fair is open. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just go walk around there when it's not open? <laughs> yeah, I don't What's the know. difference? Yeah. I don't know. So, and it's, parts of St. Paul, beautiful. So many better places to walk than just around an empty fair. That's true. Don't get it. I again, I don't, I didn't mind going to the fair. It was okay. It's just, it's not my, it's very, very crowded. Yeah. So they, I, people love it. Like I said, some people, I, I know a guy, one of my best friends goes every day. We usually, it's funny because you know how you say, oh, we try new foods. We, I, uh, me and my friend Eric are kind of past that. We will normally go get the milkshake from the dairy barn, the fried um, pickles, and then, like, hamburgers at some point. Mm-hmm. But, like, once you start hitting your, like, you know where you're going, your intention yeah. groove, it's like, we're just paying premium for good food while walking. It's fun. And uh, and the more and more I get to know people, too, it's fun to run into people you know working and stuff. Yeah. Um, that's always a blast. Yeah, I guess the last time I was at the fair, I appeared at the fair, I believe. I, it was the last time John Hines was... Where did he finish his career up? Was that CCO? I thought so. I think it was CCO, but he before he moved to Florida, I was hanging out with uh, with him at the fair. He's a very, very nice guy. Now, that's the one thing I will tell you about being in the business, because I like to poke the bear about you know radio and television and all that stuff. But I have met some wonderful people, and no doubt about that, too. 
Yeah. You know, I, I just assume people do know that that's that's the case. Yeah. Well, look, Don Shelby. Don Shelby and I have become great friends. See, now there's a good example, ladies and gentlemen, about how you need to shut up and calm down if you're one of those people that do nothing but bitch. Uh, Don is in TV. I was in radio. Now in podcasting. Don is, is pretty liberal. I'm semi-conservative. And we get along beautifully. You know, I listen to his what Don, Don Shelby is a very smart man. He's a brilliant man, actually. He's a brilliant man who has a beautiful voice. His voice sucks. And when mm-hmm. me and Rudy were on air with him, we just sat like little children, crisscross applesauce, listening to him tell stories. Yeah. He's great. He pet us each on the head before mm-hmm. he left. And we said, yes, Don. Did he pet you on the head? Yeah, he would. I could yeah. see him doing that. I can see him. His last email to me is just something I will, I'll cherish every word of that email because it's so written in Don Shelby's voice. It's him saying like, this year's state fair will be great fun. I, I'm so looking forward to the reconnecting with all of the listeners of the Tom Bernard podcast. However, I must check my itinerary for that day because when one man is married to Barbara Shelby, one man is never fully free. And I'm like, man, this is the most eloquent email I've ever written read in so my life. Beautiful. It's amazing. And it's like, yes. it makes you realize what trash people we are. Because oh, I'd yeah. be like, Rudy, I got to check with Justin. Fart noise. Yeah, Blech. Justin is spelled wrong. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Ooh, Absolutely. I like it. Like I, we're just garbage people yeah. living in Shelby's world. <laughs> Isn't that weird though? When you look at it, like I've made really good friends. A couple of my best friends are TV people. You know, I I would still consider Paul Majors a friend. I haven't seen him in years and years, and yeah. we've had our battles, no question. But you know, and then there are some people in television that can't stand me, and I can't stand them. Well, how does that happen? They're just people, right? I mean, it's yeah, but just, I mean, is it a political thing? What is that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm. It's cool when you make those connections, though, and you realize that, like, you guys, everybody has a lot in common. I mean, that's oh yeah, Minnesota local, of course. Mm-hmm. One thing I will tell you is, you should every morning when you wake up, and there are so many things that would be great about it. But the one thing to be that would be really bad about being Frank Vassalero yeah. is you're six four, you're very handsome, yeah. and you're on TV every day. He can't go anywhere in this five state area. I know. I mean, that's got to be tough. I, once in a while, people are recognizing that stuff, and it's very nice. Don't get me wrong. And and Frank has never complained about meeting anybody. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I, you know. Well, like I said, I ran into a bunch of people on Saturday and Sunday, very, very nice people, spent some time with them. That part's great. Yeah. But Frank, it's everybody who walks by goes, oh, that's Frank Vassalero. I mean, he hears that all the time. Well, just when I've been with him, I've been hearing it. Um, So to be recognized that much has got to be a bitch, I would think. mm -hmm. Yeah, and when uh, we were on with Frank... People asked me, like, what's he like? Is he what? It was so funny because I was like, really? And then he is emceeing a secondhand hounds yeah. uh, gala, yeah. and everyone swoons over uh, Frank. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, he's cut. Oh, no, no, no. Did, should, should we, you know, it's just because he's, you're, like you said, he's tall and handsome and very charismatic. Oh, God, yes. Got a great personality. I mean, especially for a Sicilian. Yeah, you know what I mean. For that. Uh, no, Frank's a great guy, but, but seriously, and, and Shelby's been dealing with it his whole life as well. Yes. And look, I'm not complaining about people recognizing you. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's wonderful when you guys come up and say hello. There's no question about it. But for those guys, it literally is nonstop. Well, you'd almost feel schizophrenic because I'm sure too in Minnesota, a lot of people don't come up. So you're right. Like it's the like whispering. A lot of whispering. You hear like Frank (laughs) and there's like that hard K in there too. So you'd be like, did he just say my name? Mm Mm-hmm. Catherine once nailed me with that whole deal, by the way. What the hell was that just now? I don't know. Our computer in here just went. uh, It's telling me that there is Intel management and security status updates that need to take place. Oh, good. Why that came up, I have no idea. Oh, I thought it was the alert that I said that somebody washed out their coffee cup. (laughs) That that alert will never go off. It ain't never going off. I'm not going to lie, you guys. Like, a lot of the alarms are very jarring. That literally calmed my soul. All right. That's wonderful. What the hell were we talking about just before the coffee cup was clean? You alarm? said uh, something about Catherine. Uh... Oh, somebody was in an argument with somebody. It was on, I think, Lake Harriet, if I remember correctly. It was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But they, were, they were arguing, and we were just coming up on them. And the guy turned, one guy turns to the other guy and goes, God, you're such a prick. 
And Catherine goes, oh, that guy, you must recognize you. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Like, yeah, thanks, honey. That's really great. I great, mean, that's... Great to be walking with you, sister. She definitely knows how to put oh, us all in her best. place. She is the... She's as good as it gets. That's one of the reasons I adore that woman, because she can take a shot. It's phenomenal. She can take punches and throw punches. She's really good. Yeah. That whole deal. But, you know, then you two standing together. What are you both, like seven foot five? Yeah, we're a little bit, we're a little tall. A little, are a little they, taller. Is, is Catherine coming to State Fair? I don't know. I haven't asked her. I could ask her. Ask her to come. Well, that's right. She can get a ticket, can't she? I mean, you might have to buy her a ticket. Well, I don't care uh, about buying her a ticket. Uh, Amy dropped some tickets off here yesterday. So, oh, nice. Yeah, so everybody will have at least two or three to be able to get in. Oh, well, so, yeah. maybe I'll ask her if she does one, because it's only for an hour. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's perfect. She can come party with me. She can party with my mom and Go-Go while we're on air. Oh, that's a good idea. We'd actually have an audience then, three people. At least three mm-hmm. people. That'd be really Well, like good. two and a half. I don't know how much Go-Go counts. <laughs> At two and a half. There yeah. you go. Um, yeah, that'd be super fun. No, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, I'll ask. I'll see if Catherine wants to go. I'd love her to come. That'd be wonderful. Yeah. Because she'd go around, go out in the, the audience. Hey, Laugh. Laugh, God dang it. <laughs> there you have it. That's the ticket right there. So I'm just looking around. Not, not a whole lot of big news in the news this morning. You guys know of any stories that you've seen? This, this, I, I just, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, I, um, I saw one today that I thought you might. Oh, this did we talk about this one? MMA fighter who lost part of his lung because of vaping. Oh, yes. I saw that yesterday. Yeah. Explain to me why people still smoke and vape. Why do you, don't do that to yourself? I, 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 think it, I think it snuck in. There was a time I remember getting my hair done and watching the girl who's getting her hair done next to me vaping. Because for a while, they're like, oh, it's just water vapors. You know what I mean? Like it snuck in in a way that <laughs> yeah. was like unregulated. <laughs> Nobody knew what it was. It was like new technology. And I remember being like, Weird. Oh, okay. Luckily, I didn't try it because no. I am like the most like personality, like addictive personality ever. Um, it is a red flag for white trash. I oh, I like that call. That's a good call. We used to call them robot penises <laughs> because it cracked me up to just okay. see somebody just nod on a robot penis. Um, but yeah, this MMA fighter who claims to be insanely healthy in every other aspect of their life. Uh, let's see, the vapes of wrath. Even the young and healthy aren't safe from the vape. A New Hampshire fitness fanatic and aspiring MMA fighter had to have part of his lung removed at age 20 after it became freckled with black spots, which he attributed to his chronic e-cigarette use. Mm -hmm. It was really scary because I felt like I'd done it to myself, said Sean Tobin from Manchester. Uh, it was years of me just not treating my lungs how it should be treated. My cardio was so good. I was so healthy. And I shouldn't have started vaping. No. He started in 2018 when he uh, was just a teen. And he said his vape never left his hand. It was very, very habitual. Yeah. Uh, He would use uh, morning till night with occasionally smoking weed and using THC oil. At the height of his addiction, Tobin claimed that he was going through one 5,000 puff disposable vape pen per week. Um, despite the unhealthy habit, the serial vapor never thought he'd experience adverse effects due to his devotion to fitness, which is really funny because you go, mm-hmm. what do those have to do with each other? Like you're nothing to attacking do your lungs. Yep. He reportedly hit the gym up to seven times a week and was a devoted mixed martial arts practic- uh, practitioner. Unfortunately, Tobin was proven wrong when he experienced stabbing pain while on his way to his job as an electrician apprentice on July 20th. And they look like they're saying initially they thought it was uh, pneumonia and they had to bring him to urgent care because it got worse throughout the day. And the x-ray revealed the extent of the damage. And now he's going to have part of his lung removed. Mm. Well, that's going to do it. Wally Walker's next. <laughs> I thought you were interested, so I kept going. You were like, yeah. No, I was going, yeah, yeah, be quiet. I no, I wasn't. No, we should know. I Actually, didn't. people should know that story. Do not inhale vape. Vapor into your lungs. That's yeah. not good for you. Yeah. Don't do it. Popcorn lung is kind of the phrase that they use for it because it doesn't oh, give you okay. cancer, but it gives you like polyps or like right. white specks on the inside. And it like almost, it looks like it's popcorn on the inside of your lung. Uh, ish. Yeah. Well, any of this stuff, I mean, right. it doesn't take a scientist to know that if you're putting something into your body and when you exhale, 
some sort of smoke or vapor comes out of it that right. is filled with nicotine, and then you got it electronically, yeah. it can't be good for you. No. No, no way. Just before we go to break, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to point out that uh, geniuses that live out there in Eden Prairie. God, who do we know that lives in Eden Prairie? Somebody. Hey, uh, <laughs> EP, our death. Do you think we've know. paid enough for your damn train yet? Uh, we want more money. We want to decorate the thing that's going to be sitting there for <laughs> 10 more years. $2.7 billion now. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful looking. $2.7 billion. It's pristine. But isn't that for Eden Prairie, uh, St. Louis Park, and what's the other one it goes through? I would think Excelsior? Bloomington, the way it loops. Oh, no. part of Bloomington? I don't even know, I don't know where it loops to. I just don't drive by it every day. It's right next to the Lifetime. Right, right. And uh, at 212. And it's just beautiful. They, like, decorated the side of it. Oh, they decorated and it's it. it's still very it's clean because a train has never been on it. <laughs> sure. In five years. So I, I, I just look at it and go, will I ever be able to take that? It'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I would use it. Like, let's. I doubt it. Ain't going to be nothing different than who's on the thing downtown. I don't know, but it's I It's going to be a bunch of thuggy pains in the ass. I take the bus still once in a while. Nothing wrong with the bus, is there? Or do no. they get rough on there? Yeah, no. It depends on which bus. Well, I suppose that's What's true. nice about the bus is there's always a driver. Like, if there's something going on, their drivers on the Minneapolis bus are not taking your crap. Good. Glad But, like, on the light rail, you don't see the driver. So it's like mm-hmm. it could just be you. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's, like... But I... Um, I'll take the light rail. I don't care. Can't tell me what to do. Don't tell. Don't talk to me about it. A much anticipated uh, agreement to close an estimated two hundred and seventy-two million dollars shortfall. How do you design something and go? Here's the price. I was off by over a quarter of a billion. Sorry. Oh wait, we need tracks. <laughs> what? Like they forgot like some big element. How oh. could you be off by two hundred seventy-two million dollars? Tom, I don't know. Us eating prairieites. Oh. We're beautiful people. We're like obviously gorgeous. Are we known for our mathematics? No. Yeah, because what you told me just doesn't add up. Thank you very much. Great to be Hey-o. here. Anyway, um, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Who designed the roads in Eden Prairie? No idea. Okay, uh, now to get, if you're going to go from uh, 169 to uh, the shopping mall, just take the three pretzel twists. They yeah. like pretzel. It's like you go this I way, and then, you go, and then you go up over here. Eden, what the hell? It reminds me a lot of Boston. Like, because yeah, Eden, I could see that. Eden Prairie used to kind of just be like this like farming community way yeah. out there, as was parts of Bloomington. But luckily, Bloomington put everything on a grid. Yeah. Boston, if you look at a map of Boston, they did not put it on a grid. It's not north, south, east, west like we have here no. in Minneapolis. They basically paved over the donkey paths. That's exactly what Eden Prairie did. Thank you. Probably. So it is just, it's all sorts of windy roads and turns, and then nobody ever thought of like, hey, let's just put these things, you know, straight. straight. That's it. No. Straight to be good. Yeah. No, you're a thousand percent right. Also, can we acknowledge that like Eden Prairie is the weirdest shaped city where you're like we're still in Eden Prairie this yeah. is still Eden like I it's true yeah it's just I think you're right like it must have been a population thing um, where they grabbed people that were it was like farmland yeah and I was like we have to hit this mount for a the population they're like add more land mm-hmm. Eden Prairie is insane yeah but I love well, it well yeah I mean you got wildfire which is great I am going to eat at Hong Kong at the Asian Mall one of these days. I love the Asian Mall over there. I'll go there. with you, even it's if you fantastic. don't invite me. Yeah, you'd show, you always do that. Hey, who's that over there? Oh, it's Brittany again. Hey. She's hanging out in the shadows. EP, if you go to EP, I expect a call from either one of you. Or throw me a text. I'll show up. Usually it's me and Gogo. We're just walking around EP all the time. Yeah, have you ever had the roast beef and mashed potato dinner at Wildfire? No, but you, ever since you've mentioned it, I've been wanting it. But I do feel like it's got to cool off a little. It's about as big as this table. That's <laughs> one problem. It's like, holy Christ. Right? It's a lot of chow, man. I would eat that. It's delicious, though. Nice. It's really good. There's a lot of good places in Eden Prairie, actually. It's fine. I, I like Eden Prairie, and I'm getting yep. to like it more with the you know all the kids stuff that we have. And uh, we bike to um, Miller Park. And they've got like a fun splash pad. I definitely took it took some getting used to. I loved living in Minneapolis a lot, and mm-hmm. so going from Bryn Mawr to Eden Prairie felt a bit lonely for a while. Sure. But as as Gogo is like using the kids stuff, and we're going to the community center and all the things they have, I'm liking it more. How did you ever get used to people not breaking into your house, though, when you moved to Eden Prairie? Um, you know, I, 
I asked my neighbors to just come in freely. So <laughs> Josie yeah. comes in daily to see the cat. Priscilla right comes in. Yeah. She has Justin to do it every now and again yeah. when, when exactly. she's in the mood. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> Holy Christ. Did you guys see the video of those that shooting thing on Chicago and Franklin? No. Holy Christ. It looks like there were 20 people there. And they're running in different directions. They're falling down, hitting their face on, I don't know what, yes. that, because there's what, eight... Eight people shot, I believe. Yeah. I mean, you should see the video. These really? people are scrambling every direction. Yeah, probably not. Probably, that's probably clear thinking right there. It's the first time I've ever said that you're a clear Write thinking. it down. Write down the date. Write What's down the date? date and time. Here we got August 22nd, 7.50. Uh, we need to take a break because Kristen Burt is hanging in, wants to talk to us about Hollywood BS. You know what I'm saying. Woo. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friends, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way. And they always put the customer first. And that's a fact, by the way. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank, give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. Each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll off the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. We'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snow. Snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. Do you know the secret to losing up to one pound of fat every day? Hi, I'm Dr. Adam Schatzko with MNFatLoss.com, and I know the secret. Our unique weight loss program makes it easy to lose weight, get healthy, and get your energy back naturally, safely, and effectively. If you'd like to lose unhealthy fat without counting points, no exercising, no prepackaged meals, no surgery, and no hypnosis, go online to MN. Fatloss.com. Tom here for MNFatLoss.com. As you may know, I started the program earlier this year for 60 days, then spent several weeks in the maintenance phase, and now I'm back on the program. I've lost 30 pounds, and I feel great. I don't have to exercise. I eat delicious real food, and I'm not hungry. I recommend the program to anyone wanting to lose weight. Many patients lose 20 to 30 pounds in about a month or two. For your free private weight loss consultation, call 763-312-7600 or schedule online at mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Dr. Adam Schatzko, DC. Results may vary. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. 
And now, time for the lovely and talented Kristen Burt. Good morning. Why were you smiling when I said lovely and talented and hadn't said your name yet? <laughs> well, deductive reasoning. Deductive. I can come in. Do you want me to come in with my RBF? Your RBF, yes. Resting. I don't have a good RBF, actually. No, you don't. Your RBF is terrible. It's not very good. Yeah. You know what RBF I'm is? I'm usually huh? like this, you know. Just in a great mood always. Um, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm usually in a really, really good mood. And if I'm in a bad mood, you know it because I'm very quiet. So if I'm super quiet, watch out. I think the only time you can tell if I'm in a bad mood because I go. <laughs> that no, sounds you, like my cat. I start growling like a dog. You get quiet. I do get very quiet when I'm pissed off. That is true. I, I have just... seen Tom in rooms where people are unaware he's mad and I know. <laughs> Got to watch out for that. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not not good at being angry. I will be honest with you. It's true. It's okay. Yeah. I have no poker face. I think that's like the one thing. You know when I'm happy, mad, sad, glad. really easy to read. Could you tell I'm me, am I lame because I like that song, Poker Face? No. I love that song. That song's great. It's a good song. Poker Face. Nah, 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 nah. It's like, really? That your kind of music is it, Tom? It's a good song. It is a good song. It's a really good song. My uh, friend choreographed for Gaga during that era and said it was a blast. Oh, I bet. I would yeah, imagine. It was a really amazing time. Uh, we do not have a podcast today, by the way, because Andy's got a bunch of doctor's appointments, so you don't have to worry about that. I don't know if yes, he called Catherine you Catherine told us a couple weeks ago. I oh, think. she did already. Okay, yeah. good. Mm -hmm. Yep, she prepped us. So I just wanted to make sure that you were going, where are they now? They Me sitting here like in StreamYard by myself <laughs> in a little box. <laughs> That would be a lot of fun, no question about it. No, it's on my calendar. So, uh, yeah, Catherine, I think, told us about a month ago. It's been a while. I uh, I want to read this story, and I've been waiting to do it with you because I don't want to spend a lot of time because it's way too sad for me because this beautiful young girl, well, 19, she was a woman. She wasn't a girl anymore. Uh, and her name is Jory Jones, 19, of Little Canada. Was a goalie for the Gustavus hockey team. Won a, a national title this year. She was part of a group of uh, players who had spent the weekend in South Dakota, Gustavus athlete who died in crash, known for work ethic and character. What a sad story, and that's as much of it as I can even... It, what a horrible uh, story I, this is. Yeah, I read that this morning, yep. and my cousin was the one of the former goalies of the oh. women's uh, Gustavus team. And uh, she had posted a nice little tribute just saying, I remember, I remember helping you or talking to you when you were like 12 and helping uh, her like in goalie school. And ah, uh, what a terrible, terrible story. That's why I can't read the whole thing. Uh, I awful. can't do it. Yeah. It's just, it's, to me, I'm sorry, but a 19-year-old kid is still a, a kid to me. Yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. Baby at 19. But just enthusiasm, brilliant, beautiful, sweet, the whole deal. I never met her, but they just showed a lot of video of her. So God bless the family. And again, that's an example of what I'm talking about. You can sit and piss and moan about how you're, I'm a victim, I'm a this. Well, you ain't going through this, so shut up. No, oh, yeah, it's perspective. Really is. So anyway, let's cheer things up now with Kristen Burt, who has got a big smile on her face. Now, she didn't during the story, but she does now, so that's good. Well, yeah, I didn't want to say nope. that story was terribly sad. It, and with the video, it's worse. Because she's oh. so happy. Oh, no. God. She reminds me of, yeah, my nanny girl, Brookie. Just, yeah. just, just so beautiful. Uh, but here, what, I'll change gears like this. Okay, you ready? Out in Brittany's neighborhood, they're now going to finally finish the light rail they've been working on for, I believe, 150 years. I think it was before uh, the Civil War they started. They're going to finish it. It's only going to cost $2.7 billion for about three feet. So that's good. Nice. Jesus. Money grabber. The infrastructure everywhere should have been done 60 years ago. <laughs> it should have been. It's true. Same with Los Angeles. I mean, oh, we, we've God. had light rails put in, but I mean, the, the cost now to do it is astronomical. And people yep. are so accustomed to their cars at this point. You know, it's such a car culture in L.A. It, it's really hard sometimes to get people to change their habits. Kristen Bird, I need your help with this. Catherine and I both need your help with this. Because um, Lindsay Basham, Ralph and Lindsay Basham, I don't know if you've met them or not. I think I, you, I had coffee with them. I thought in LA. you did. I thought you did. Yes. That's why that. They came out to see me, not their family. Me. Oh, of course. Oh, <laughs> of me. course they did. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> now we're it, talking. During COVID times, too. It was very nice. So Lindsay recommended a show called Fisk to us. It's an Italian show. Kitty, yes. what's her name? Kitty. Can't remember oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. Uh, Australian. Isn't it Australian? It's Australian. Show? Yep. It's Italian, yeah. Uh, she is. Flanagan. Yeah, Kitty Flanagan. That's exactly who it is. Um, there's only six episodes in the first season. The show is very funny. Uh, maybe not for everybody, but I think it would be. Catherine and I both just love it. We think it's, she is terrific in it. Her, her attitude, oh, good, this is happening again. It's I know. one of those deals. She's already defeated every day, always. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's so good. My mom wasn't feeling good this last week, and I said, here are your two options. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which is like over the top silly, or Fisk, which is like dry humor. Oh, I was God, like, is that show good? pick one, because she was just bombing. Um, and so she picked Fisk, and she was like, yeah, that's my jam. It's great. She said she had a blast with it. Now, there is a season two and a season three, from what I understand, but I can't find them. They were on Netflix, I guess, uh, like two years ago during the epidemic or something, or uh, the pandemic or whatever the hell they call it just, this week. Just wait, because uh, Fisk is trending, and I bet if Netflix doesn't own them all, they'll eventually grab them all. Or they'll turn up somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah, yeah another streamer will, will snap it. So We've only got two left. We watched four of the six. We only got two left, and they better put it back. Everybody in it is good. Everybody. It's a really, really funny show. If you've not seen it. Yeah, I love sharp comedies, too. Yep. She's tough as nails. She's just constantly, people are constantly driving her nuts, which I love. Yeah. (laughs) Love. She's, And she wears the same outfit every day. She's got a brown pantsuit, I guess is what that is, isn't it? Yeah, it's like brown on brown, brown. And then they told her to wear color, and she does. And everyone's like, what are you wearing? <laughs> what are you wearing that for? It's so funny. Give you it a whirl. from the uniform. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Give it a whirl. It, if you have not seen Fisk, F-I-S-K, it is, she is, the whole show is great. Everybody in it's really good. Yeah. But she is a superstar She's in that thing. very funny. Um, I do have to ask, because I haven't done any research on this at all, but I did see that there was a big shakeup in uh, the music world, Kristen. Yes, there is. And it's sort of, uh, you know, Tom's going to die, but it is Taylor adjacent, this story, um, because Scooter Braun, who's probably been the biggest music manager in the industry, has represented Justin Bieber. He's the one who really put Justin Bieber on the map. He has Ariana Grande, or well, we'll talk about this in a moment, but Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, um, And it's one of those situations yesterday, kind of out of the blue, it was revealed that Demi Lovato parted ways with with Scooter. Um, They said it was amicable, no big deal. But this comes on the heels of rumors that Justin Bieber has also left his management fold. Now, Justin has said, no, I'm still with Scooter, but people are saying he is shopping for other managers. And then late last night, Someone, uh, there were reports from Puck News that said, hey, Ariana Grande has already left as well. And if you have three major talents, A-list talents, leaving Scooter Braun, it makes people question, like, what's going on behind the scenes? Yeah. Um, which seems really unusual. And, and you have to remember, this comes on the heels of, he's, he, you know, he got a divorce. He, you know, bought Taylor Swift's music library. And she had sort of no say in all of this. And he had control of it. And she went and re- started to re-record all of her albums. He's been painted as a villain for quite some time right now. So it makes people really curious as to what's going on. And, like, what are they postulating? You know, right now, nothing like there has literally been no reasoning as to why this is happening. Um, and and especially with Justin saying like, hey, no, no, I'm still with Scooter. But other sources are saying he's been taking meetings all over town with other music management companies. So that stuff is really hard to hide. And Ariana Grande, interestingly enough, besides her whole cheating scandal that's been going on, she does have a major situation where she will be the next two years promoting Wicked. You know, she played you know, sitting there playing um, Galinda. This is kind of a big deal because this will be two major years in her career. So for her to leave Scooter, the timing is very curious. Yeah, it seems super. It seems like there's something behind the scenes for sure. 
Yeah, it makes me think. I'm like, is there something financial going on? Um, is he dismantling his his management company? But he still has, you know, other talent in the fold. I know he represents Dan and Shay. They're still with them, Tori Kelly. So until we hear otherwise, it's really something to keep our eye on. So the current manager, did he skim on him or something? Was he pilfering? We don't know that yet. I mean, that would be, honestly, that would be my first assumption, like that I would think of. Always. But but, uh, let's just clarify, that has not been uh, confirmed. That is just a rumor and things like that. So we will have to see how this plays out. But this could be a really big shakeup if it all plays out the way it's been unfolding. And this has been unfolding kind of late at night. Puck News, which is amazing industry news. Matt Maloney's been, been talking about it. And, you know... Of course, you know, Scooter's like, no, 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 they're still with me. But other sources are, are telling Matt Baloney, oh, no, a big shakeup is happening right now. The guy's name is Matt Baloney? Matt Baloney, B-E-L-L-O-I-N-I. No, sorry. Wouldn't that be Bologna? N-I-A? I. Bologna, no, I is the end. Oh, Not there's me. no A at the end. Oh, there's thought. no A at the end, yeah. The guy's Bologna. name is my Baloney. <laughs> Matt Baloney. <laughs> My Baloney. Do, 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 do people still eat Baloney? Oh, yeah. Is that still a thing? I've, I've told this story before that I deer hunt with a guy who takes white bread and then <gasps> squirts ketchup on it and oh then puts Baloney and then folds it over like a hot dog and lets the white bread soak up all the ketchup. Could you imagine eat and he's, it sits in his deer stand for six hours and then he eats it before he gets out. <laughs> She's gonna vomit. I, so I can't. Gross. I the, can't, you guys. It's the grossest thing I've ever seen. He's gonna roll. That is <laughs> so, so gross. It's awful. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.